Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for Tuesday, December, January, I mean, excuse me, January 20th, 2009. I'm your host, Miss Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Brother Blondie as your host for today's show. Coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio, as we will do every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I have a great show for you this evening. We have a two-hour segment. And in our first hour, we will be talking about the issues of injustice concerning the judicial system, due process, and denial of access to justice. Do you have faith in our judicial system? Then, as we are talking about that, we are also going to talk in the second hour about the judicial system, part two about office clerks in court records departments, hiding other case documents and other people's cases, obstructions of evidence, and due process and denial of access to justice, and a fair hearing. Has this happened to you? This is a time to tell your story so you can be heard. I have a great guest that's coming on the show at the top of the hour, and in the, and the name of this particular guest is Mr. Charles McClure. He's a member of Families and Victims of Fraud who will be telling his story of what has happened to him in the HOA mortgage issue and what has happened in the Ohio judicial system when they seek to get help. We will be taking your calls and comments at 347-884-8684. And don't forget to leave your comments and suggestions on the Lardy Miss Clardy profile or email us at brotherblondie at hotmail.com. Or you can email us at wclardy at familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. And don't forget to give us a rating on the profile after hearing this segment. Let the leaders know about how you feel about their negligence or what they have done to you and how it has affected your lives. Then give some pointers on how we can solve the epidemic. You can call in and voice your opinions and give solutions on the subject. The number to call in is 347-884-8684. Who is responsible and accountable for the uh, downfall of the citizens of America? Is it the citizens or the leaders or the judicial system or is it all of it? Responsibility and accountability and transparency are the issues at hand. And what can we do to prevent from being lied to, abused, and victimized? We will be right Thank you. 
Well, all right. We are back on the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for January 20th, 2009. I apologize for that little bleep that I did there on the December thing. You know, time is rolling so fast, I can't figure out if it's December or March coming now. So, you know, just forgive me for that. We are now in January. And um, I had left off at saying that today's concerns were about the issues on our judicial system and the injustices we face. And how is the justice system responsible and accountable to the general public and the common people's downfall? If you know how the judicial system can be held responsible and accountable, please call in at one three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And we want to know who these people are and what can be done to stop them and help them citizens to find resolution. Now, you know, today, Brother Blondie, you know, we had the Obama inauguration. Now, you know, how did you you like that? I, I thought it was very moving. You know, I've seen a lot of people, they said it was warm, you know, not in the air, of course, but the people that had gathered together. How, you know, how do you feel about that, Brother? Well, you know, uh, the Barack Obama inauguration uh, by itself, uh, not only was it heart, uh, you, you know, heartfelt and overwhelming uh, on my part, but the Barack Obama inauguration, it gives me extra motivation, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, to uh, keep the Lardy Miss Clardy blog talk radio show uh, going because we, we have now two significance with uh, B- Barack Obama. Not only we doing the show tonight, on his uh, inauguration, but remember, the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show made its debut yeah. on the Tuesday, November fourth, two thousand eight, the day Barack Obama got elected. And you, I am, I am so ha- happy. I was downtown Columbus. I saw nothing but smiles. Wow! Wow! Friends. All happy and in, in embracing women who who I've never seen or spoke to in my life just coming up and hugging me be, be, be because of the uh, historic magnitude of uh, Barack Obama and I do do apologize my prayers goes out to Senator uh, uh, Ted Kennedy yes. for the uh, uh, seizure and 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 you, you know we all hope uh, hope you're doing well uh, my brother but. Barack Obama, uh, he's is is not going to be easy, but I strongly believe he'll get the job done, just like the people who have families and victims of fraud will get the job done. Well, thank you. That I think that that is a really really strong uh, statement and heartfelt by you, um, being that you're you know the co-host and all that. Don't mind giving out from your heart. And I think that, you know, humbly speaking, that, you know, we were very blessed to be able to get onto the Blog Talk radio show and also the others that had allowed us to uh, become, you know, to be a part of this Blog Talk radio uh, uh, network here. You know, I want to thank them for, you know, helping me to make this possible. 
most of all, you know, getting back to the Barack Obama inauguration, I do uh, believe that even though he said it, and he said it perfectly, you know, that it's not going to be easy. But definitely um, it's going to take all of us, every one of us, uh, here in the grassroots communities, here as the common people, to stay together in order to help him make all of the hopes that he was hoping and dreaming for as a part of his presidential uh, election and as being president now to move forward to, to tackle the problems here that we do face. And um, to bring about, you know, some of those things that uh, which we're having here in Columbus, Ohio, which is some issues, uh, I did for, and forgive me, everyone, for not being able to, uh, to host the show, but Brother Blondie, as the host, co-host, he is definitely a, a, a plus to be on my team, uh, to be in my place. But I was in front of the uh, president of the NAACP here in Columbus, Ohio, doing a presentation for a call for public awareness through a press conference or media coverage, uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, to go forward as uh, the Families and Victims of Fraud organization and the others that have collabor collaborative, made collaboratives with me. So, um, but the meeting that I wanted to talk about to the, as this presentation was the denial of process and access to justice in our judicial system, uh, i.e. the mortgage crisis and the wrongful termination of employment of African Americans here in Columbus, Ohio. And, um, and the reason why I asked for the NAACP to have a collaboration with, uh, with us um, is because to help us to propel the families and victims of fraud and the Kuumba Empowerment and the Black Anti-Defamation Council and the ARC uh, News, a AHRC News uh, organizations that I'm affiliated with to uh, bring forward a fight against the unfairness, the discrimination, and victimization and fraud that we face in, in, our, in our states and, and particularly here in Columbus, Ohio. And I said to all of that was, it has been a slap in the face by our civil and governmental leaders that have condoned such behaviors to target and use abuse of powers that they have caused many individuals and families in the uh, minorities and African-American communities and in the grassroots communities to become desolate and to, and to allow them to live below their means in the grassroots communities by taking their dreams of having a home, having financial stability, and feelings to be safe in their pursuit of happiness according to their constitutional rights. And the second thing that I spoke on, it has been a slap in the face by agencies and other governmental agencies to regard their policies and procedures to unfairly take someone's employment based on firing for any cause because they can, can uh, leave a person uh, in debt. And the other part of it was uh, to re and that they'd be replacing these jobs with other, with other people that enjoy those same uh, um, um, happinesses or those financial help that they needed, you know, that was once held by the American, uh, Americans or the African Americans, which also enjoyed that. And it has been a slap in the face to have these agencies to break their promises to serve the people according to the election process and when they were elected to do the job. 
It is we, the people, that elected them into their position to do a job, to uphold with responsibility and accountability to do what they said that they would do for the general public. It has caused fear. And that was one thing that I heard, I believe, that he had spoke that uh, in the, uh, I don't know if it was at the inauguration, but there was a point that was spoken about fear. Now, and it's a truth because people fear to stand up and to speak up and speak out about these issues uh, that is stopping them from being able to have that, that, that uh, access to justice and also those that are denying them those due process that were given to them by the Constitution. And so laws need to be changed. I didn't want to be the first to tell what is going on in, in Columbus, Ohio, but since I am the only one other than those that are with me to stand up for, to bring the awareness about these issues, um, we are wanting to stop the wrongdoing that is going on in Columbus, Ohio, and we want to stop the denial of process and the denial of access to justice in our judicial systems. And and what I proposed was that you know we you know bring some awareness and change some policies and laws that have been broken to ensure that our grassroots communities, especially you know the African American communities, have some safety net um, to preserve the dream to have a home and job to be self-sufficient and to help the, help the economy to stabilize. Uh, the hope is to stop the injustices. And that was my reason for, uh, uh, for uh, electing uh, Barack Obama to become our president, um, you know, for the change that he believes in, which I believe in also. But all of us are facing, you know, to have that access to justice fairly and to bring that awareness and problem that may reap so heavily uh, towards against the minorities and the African-American families. And so, so, you know, from that, I, I was asking, you know, for us to come up with a plan, you know, something like, you know, put some, put some cameras into the uh, courtrooms and allow common people to have their own uh, um, recorders to record, you know, that administration hearing underneath the unfairness on uh, the, um, you know, of them either losing their, their, their jobs or, or because of the mortgage issue that they're going into foreclosures. This would help, you know, to stop them from editing uh, the, the, the tapes that they record on, you know, and you know, causing where we cannot give real proof of what is happening to us. We ought to have laws changed like that. So, you know, all, all to say that the NAACP here in Columbus, Ohio, has what you would call a court watch program. And this program will recruit and train volunteers to monitor and record information uh, on court operations, identify shortcomings, and suggest improvements to local NAACP president and legal redress chair. These recommendations will present, be presented to the court officials and media in writing. Also, the volunteers will have identification establishing them as NAACP unit court watchers. So that's what Lardy Miss Clardy from this blog talk radio show is proposing, and I was able to get the 
the NAACP to collaborate with families and victims of fraud and the Kuumba Empowerment and uh, the Black Anti-Defamation Council. So with that, I will turn it over to you, Brother Blondie, and, you know, and let you have a few words to say, and I will be back to talk more on these just injustices in a few moments. Back to you. Well, you know, Lordy Miss Clardy, I do have a story that's going to play a huge role of of this injustice. You know, last week the uh, uh, let's see, Mayor Michael B. Coleman of uh, Columbus is telling uh, police officers and firefighters, giving them ultimatums, the uh, union workers, uh, no raises or else he'll lay off 7,000 more uh, workers, uh, freezing pay, along with Ted Strickland calling for uh, 35 hours a week instead of 40, and uh, to take away uh, holiday pay. Now, where where this role plays a part in the, uh, the injustice and the fraudulent uh, judicial system I've known, I personally know police officers to take a bad day or their personal frustrations uh, out on uh, ordinary uh, citizens. I'm afraid that because of a of a a hiring freeze, you you, you know, no raises, uh, and and take away the uh, holiday pay. Mm. For for the uh, p- police officers in the uh, uh, that that are in the uh, union, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that they definitely going to take their frustrations out, and they will, it, it, especially when uh, summertime comes, especially when Red, White, and Boom, and all these other uh, uh, festivals, jazz and uh, Rib Fest, all these other summertime festivals, they will take their frustrations. Out on on young African Americans because of Mayor Michael B. Uh, Coleman's uh, p- proposal. And my and and my statement uh, to to you, Mayor, is uh, uh, simply this: If you had paid uh, spend more funding on the Linden area, the Near East Side, and uh, driving park, as opposed to spending all of your money. On Italian Village, Victorian Village, German Village, and all these other uh, uh, villages, you wouldn't have to lay to uh, all these people off. And as ESPN uh, football people would say to you, Mayor Michael B. Coleman, come on, man. Well, now that says it all in a nutshell of what's going on right here. We would call this. Iraq and Iran and Palestinians on war here in Columbus, Ohio. I would say that this would what it would look like if we was in war, just like they got that war going on over there in the Middle East. It's just over here in America, and more so over here in Columbus, Ohio. We are like that war. And I believe that we're not the only ones that's worn like this. We just call it Pakistanian in Ohio. <laughs> and if you've got Pakistanian in California, you can let us know. Or you've got Pakistanian, you know, war going on in, in any other state, let us know. Because 
definitely this ain't no different. We just we just don't have missiles and stuff over here. You know, it's a war on free speech. And so, therefore, we are here to welcome anyone that would like to uh, tell their war story, of course. But now we have, at, the, at this hour, uh, the guest that I wanted to bring on to this show. And his name is Mr. Charles McClure. Mr. Charles McClure is a, fam- is a member of the Families and, Vi- and, uh, Families and Victims of Fraud organization, and he wants to tell his story about what happened to him in the HOA mortgage issue. He is from Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, he can definitely give you some information as well as to tell you a, a tragic story that has happened to him. Um, Mr. McClure, are you online? Mr. McClure, are you online? Caller 9703, are you online? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, well, who may I be speaking to? Is this Mrs. McClure? Yes, I'm going to give you over to my husband. Okay. Uh, he'll do the talking, but uh, we were expecting you to call call um, another number. That's Okay. Uh, no, this is the number. You're on the right channel. Okay, just a moment, please. All right. <laughs> you always tell it like it is, don't you, Lardy, Miss Clardy? Hello. Well, you know, we got to be real. How you doing, Mr. McClure? And welcome Hi, to Lardy, Miss Clardy's Block Talk radio show. You are on the air. Tell us about this tragic story that you have been going through uh, and the most recent things that you have been uh, facing with the judicial system and with the HOA uh, mortgage issue. Tell us about it. Well, first of all, what I wanted to tell you is, is it's not actually actually a mortgage issue. They, okay. uh, they are claiming that um, we owed $18.40, uh-huh. And they uh, leaned our house over that uh, minor amount of $18.40, okay. which is in the first place. I don't even think it's legal. As a matter of fact, I'm sure it's not legal. Then, uh, then when they we took issue at it and uh, sued them to try to stop it, then they turned around and they did a, a what you call uh, it's a. Uh, uh, summary judgment motion, mm-hmm. and what what that basically is is they uh, they don't they don't hear your case they just hear the case of the other person which was the HOA, and of course the HOA was lying about theirs. So when you do when they do a summary judgment motion, it has to be legal. It has to be uh, something that is absolutely sure that they are right. And, of course, uh, Judge McBride of Claremont County Court uh, um, did not make sure it was right. It was, uh, it was a lie, what they told. Uh, and the reason they did that summary judgment motion is because they didn't want our side of the case to be heard. Yes. So this enabled them just to go ahead and skip our side of the case, which you, you and I both know, Wendy, that that is an egregious civil rights. um, Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's uh, if if you don't get if you don't get to uh, present your side of the case, 
Well, well what that is is um, a failure of due, due process. So they didn't give us due process. So so uh, they kept on, and so what they did uh, is broke the law by just keep uh, sending us bills and then adding it on to it until they got it up to $34,000 over an Wow. Eight- and forty cent dispute, unbelievable. That's unbelievable. If, yes, it is. If if I had uh, I I to tell you the whole story, just how bad it is, I will need at least five times on your show, and maybe even more. Yeah. But uh, I am I'm just giving you the bare um, uh, the bare highlights of what has happened. It's actually a whole lot worse than that. I right. sent you of what I looked like when they took my home. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. You were in a hospital at that particular time, all cut up looking and all bandaged yeah. and carrying on. Do you think that this right here is a classic case of denial of access to justice? Oh, uh, most definitely. Actually, it's criminal. They're trying to call it civil. But you, there is no way that you can uh, do something like this to somebody and call it civil because it takes uh, a, a <laughs> You're right, judge. it ain't civil. <laughs> it's not civil, that's can't, for sure. <laughs> can't take a person's house away, giving away, now, now listen to this, $179,000, that includes the home, $179,000, give to the HOA, in spite of all the laws they broke and everything, over an $18.40 dispute. Now, even an idiot knows that that can't be legal. Exactly. And it's not civil either. No, and it's not civil. It it is criminal. But anyway, in the end, uh, uh, I kept telling them in my filings that that, uh, this judge is crooked and that the uh, lawyer is crooked. And I kept filing. What is the lawyer in the judge's name? Uh, this over a five-year period. Yeah, but uh, well, name the name your most current one that has you had to do that to, and the lawyer that was involved. Yeah, um, the lawyer is Mark Wilder uh, of. Um, uh, can't I have to get his um, name here? I have to get his uh, his his name is Mark Wilder of mm-hmm. um, uh, Wolfgang uh, Cooney Ferguson Wolfgang and Levy. 1065 Springfield Pike, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45215-1120. Well, what is is the judge's name? uh, Judge McBride of Claremont County Court, 270 Main Street, Batavia, Ohio. And Eric Craig of Resource Property Management and Villas in the Park, HOA, P.O. Box 75350, Fort Thomas, Kentucky, 41075, is is the one who's pushing it. Yes. And okay. For, and Simpson, Go ahead. ex-president of the Villa Park HOA, 1238 Villa Park, Amelia, Ohio, 45102. And he, he um, they lied, stole, cheated. They they did they made purge they. Uh, committed perjury. They, uh, I can, I can prove all, all what I'm saying. I can prove every. Oh, definitely. I've got it. Yeah, we know uh, you got the case. 
Yeah, you've seen some of it. But anyway, they actually maneuvered decisions in, in federal court because we took them to federal court, and I can prove that they maneuvered the, lawyer, the judges in federal court. Uh, undoubtedly, they paid them off uh, in federal court and in uh, state court both. But but what I wanted to tell you in the group is where I might be able to help you. I found well, out. Well, go right, right on ahead. We need we need that help. We need to yeah. hear it. What is it? During the five years of litigation, I've learned a lot, and and the one thing that is very significant that I recently learned was, is see, I always wondered why the uh, the lawyers and the judges want to go by the state laws. They now don't wait a want minute. Now, wait a minute. We, we we don't want to put all of them in there because all of them are like that. We just want to say that good buddy system. Yeah, yeah. But they but anyway, they don't want to go by the uh, federal laws. See, the uh -huh. federal laws is what really gives you the protection. You've got right. the H. You've got the uh, Federal Debt Collection Practices Act. That right. is for your protection. You've got right. the Hobbs. Act that is for your protection, and and you've got the RICO Act that is for your protection, yeah. and these are there uh, through the federal government for your protection. But if if the uh, state court can keep that out of the um, uh, uh, out of the court, well then they'll just go by the state uh, yeah. laws, and your protection is gone. So I just wanted to tell you and your your group that for whatever it's worth and how it may help you to know that because that way you can kind of see what what uh, how they're how they're uh, managing to do it it's mm -hmm. corrupt but there's a certain way that they're doing it that may help you help you and that is the fact that they're keep they're only going by state laws and, and, of course, in state laws, you can pretty much make up, uh, judges and lawyers can pretty much make up what they want to do on their own. Yeah. So uh, this is what I've run into the five years that I've litigated. And, and what, what is interesting about this is I found out why. The, the reason that the state, the state and the lawyers have such a romance among themselves is because the state pays uh, for the lawyers' uh, libraries. I think that's pretty uh -huh. interesting. They yeah, call that's pretty a, interesting. A quid pro quo or an actual payoff. Either way you look at it, it's, it's, it's not legal because whenever we go into court, we can only go by state laws. They won't let us do anything federally. The mm -hmm. federal laws... Uh, um, are higher than state laws, you know. Uh, where uh, they can't uh, they can't go by a state law and then break your federal rights. Isn't that reasonable? I mean, it's reasonable. You know, you you know that, don't you, Wendy? Yeah, I do definitely know that. Definitely. Could you <laughs> so could you really could you really uh, do you really think that uh, we're in a war like the Iranians and the Pakistanians? You think we're in that kind of war over here? Is we just yeah, don't have way, it in the form of we're going to pull out guns and put some gas balls out and blow some stuff up. What you think? I think we are definitely in that kind of war. And, and see, what is happening is, is, is what they are doing what I call ju judge uh, legislation from the bench. In other, in other words, the judges are making up whatever laws they want as they go. 
in your case. Whatever yes. a law, will, uh, they, they will even tell you that this is a law. And then when you look it up, well, you find out it is not a law. But, the, but they go ahead and, and uh, they decide that case, and, and it may cost you thousands of dollars. I'll give you one instance. Uh, Judge Haddad of that same court, mm-hmm. he, he told me that I had filed. See, see, because of this, I filed a lien against um, uh, the ex-president of the HOA. I filed a lien against his property because he had come in and cut the trees out of the back of my property. So, so when <laughs> that done happened to a couple of people's properties, believe me. <laughs> yeah, and, and and so when when that happened, I filed that lien and he he made a judgment against me and you know what he claimed? He claimed that I filed a mechanics lien and 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 I really got him. I really got him good. This ought to make you feel good. I said I could not possibly have filed a mechanics lien, which which you say is improper, and that's why you filed against me. I said I did not file a mechanics lien, and I'll tell you why. It's because for six years I run McClure's Auto Repair, and I happen to know what a mechanics lien is. I blew him away, and and I said, Are you going to change that because of that? And he says, No. He's not going to change his even though he knows it's incorrect. And I did not file a mechanics lien, and that is the reason that he went. The judge judgment went against me. Well, he won't change it. So that shows you just how corrupt a a state state judges are more corrupt than uh, than federal judges. But they're both corrupt. Yeah. But what I'm the the state judges are worse. They're they're worse. And and what I'm saying is the lawyers. And the judges are, are, are working in it together, and, and the reason is is the state is paying for their libraries. So that's, that's why I wondered for years, why do they keep pushing state laws in my face and when they're not even laws? They just, they just make them up and claim they're laws in, in my face when, when I've got all kinds of federal laws that are protecting me. And, and See, they're there. The laws are there, Wendy. You know, the, but but they're not using them, you right. see, and and that and that is uh, against their own. Uh, that means their own oath of office makes them a traitor. Because if you if if you're a judge and you get you go against the uh, Constitution of the United States, you are a traitor because your oath of office says you're supposed to uphold the Constitution. So I got them there too. I, I mean, I, I beat them all over the courthouse. I mean, they they have been been beat so bad they're shamed. That, okay, let me let me let let me get in here for a minute because there's someone that wants to ask a question to you. Can can I can I allow uh, Brother Blondie to ask you a question? Because there's sure. a few things that he need to uh, or that he wants to ask questions about. Brother Blondie. Uh, yes, Mister uh, McClure, you, you you know once again my my heart goes out to. Uh, uh, you and your wife in the uh, situation you've been in. My, my my only question is, what is you and your wife doing in Cincinnati to encourage other victims to stand up, speak up, and speak out? Because obviously, sir, you're you're you can't be the only victim, especially for a judicial system that fraudulent. Well, what, what, what we're doing, Blondie, is we're taking and we're sending out the names and addresses of the judges and lawyers who are doing this. And we have sent out about 5,000 pieces of mail. And it's starting to, and as a matter of fact, 
it may even have a lot to do of what uh, of what Obama is getting in office because the uh, the people are getting ang- more and more angry because what we're telling them is we're showing them evidence. We're not giving them opinions. We're showing right. laws. And we're showing the evidence and everything. You can't deny. I, in fact, Wendy's got some of it if she wants to show it to you, where we actually show the fraudulent laws. Yes, yes. And yes, I, I, go ahead. I'm and, sorry. In the, in the, we've also placed ads in the, in the uh, H, uh, AHRC news. We've, uh, we've uh, ran an ad there, you know, Cincinnati News and uh, in, uh, in all kinds of places, you know, I mean, I mean, we, we, this is what I encourage all of you to do. They have the power over you, but you have the ability to be able to advertise what they're doing as being wrong, and and exactly. they are. It is really hurting them because That's right. the, especially, but but don't do it without giving the laws and how they're breaking them, because just advertising and saying, you're doing me wrong, you're doing me wrong, is not going to do any good, because people say, oh, well, you, well, you know, you're just crying on my shoulder, you're crying on my shoulder and saying, well, you're, everybody's done everybody wrong, but you show them the laws where they're doing them wrong, and that makes a whole lot of difference. Well, um, I have another uh, one that wants to ask questions. Um, caller 4027, you have any questions you want to speak on about this issue? Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, my name is Tony Harrison. Uh, I was well. I had a comment, and 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 I feel like that that um, the the things that are, are going on now are becoming more prevalent each and every day. And I think I think if if we connect and and we connect and become more and more involved with each other's uh, problems and the things that are occurring all over this great country of ours, all over Ohio, then I think if we hold these uh, these judges accountable and expose them, and I know I know what you're saying, and we expose them of, of, of the type of character and the type of men that they really are, then I think the general public will see. And once you see the general public will see, because no one wants to be looked at as, a, as, as taking advantage of another person. Now, now, uh, Mr. Harrison, a uh, question to you. Was that a statement that you wanted to give to the guest, or did you want to ask the question? Because you have to ask the question before you give a statement. Oh, okay. I, well, I, I don't think I really had a question, because he really basically answered, you know what I'm saying, and was very, very uh, uh, explanatory okay. in, in, his, in his examination, so I, I really appreciate that. Um, but um, I'm just saying I'm... I've I've been a victim of fraud uh, too, you know what I'm saying, and and I feel like that we need to share our stories, you know what I'm saying, and because you know this this Columbus and and uh, Cincinnati and 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 Cleveland is becoming more and more visible every day for the things that's really happening, and it's not just white or black, it's it's, it's becoming a a a, a very uh, um, disturbing. Thing is to read the paper every other day, you find out that somebody else has been taken advantage of because someone else didn't agree with what they were doing. You know, and and and, and that's really, to me, has has really, uh, uh, you know, got me interested in what's really going on in this in this city and, and the surrounding areas. So I, you know, but I really didn't have a question. He asked all my questions though. Okay. Okay. Well, um, and what I wanted to do was I wanted to read something out of the Black Law Dictionary that was given by my paralegal, 
which is uh, now going to be working under the NAACP as well, as soon as he has his membership, of course. You know, but he is still a sharpshooter in the area of law, and he is on my side. And so, therefore, you know, I want to read this small um, 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 information here that is about uh, a Reform Act of 1984. It's called the Sentencing Reform Act of 1984. And what it states is a federal statute enacted to bring greater uniformity to punishments assessed for federal crimes by creating a committee of federal judges and other officials and United States Sentencing Commission. And in this case, it will be us forming a commission, you know, of, uh, to create this in order to have this reform act to be um, enacted. So it also says the responsibility for producing sentencing guidelines to be used by the federal courts. And they have a statute here, which is the Title 28 USCA, Section 994, in parentheses A, and in parentheses 1. And so that means that if anybody wants to have this act done, they would have to come together to create what you call a, a, a unified um, um, commission or, or, or a committee to go forth to bring about this reform act. This is what is needed to, in order to allow the officials to, uh, to have some ramifications uh, for what they do. So I was just reading that out of the Black's Law Dictionary, and thank you, um, Todd, for that. Is there anything that you want to say or ask? Uh, Mr. McClure. Well, you know, basically I want to ask Mr. McClure this pretty much along the same lines that Brother Blondie asking, you know, what are you and your wife doing in the Cincinnati slash Hamilton, Ohio uh, area to to pull people's awareness to the situation that you're in as well as others down there are? What are you down or, there or doing? Or to build a committee, build a committee or something, you know. Um, you know, similar to you guys as being a member of Families and Victims of Fraud, the whole idea of building that, that organization is to make ties or, or making allies in other states and in cities and, in, of course, in our own counties, you know, so that we can uniform and come together, you know, to bring about this specific change that you and your wife have been doing as it collectively sending out, you know, letters of information to everybody and blowing up, you know, this uh, information with the court system so they'll know what's going on. But I guess I'm hoping what will happen, um, you know, I know that it's a, a, a long ride to get to Columbus, Ohio, to come, you know, uh, every month maybe or, or twice a month, may I see, to the uh, meetings. But how about forming an objection to uh, the families and victims of fraud like a, an extension family in, in, your, in your city? Well, so, so far what has happened they have kept me so busy uh, filing uh, um, papers, and, and, you know, you have to um, uh, file briefs, and some of these briefs have taken me several days to do. And they, uh, it, is, it has kept me so busy fighting them that, you know, I've, I've told you several times we haven't been able to come to meetings because of that. Because right. you, 
that you you have to have if 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 you don't file your brief on time, they will they will give the case to them. Now most of the time they're going to give the case to them anyway, but you don't want it to be on your your head that they gave the case to them. I'll tell you about one situation where the court made a mistake, and so our our brief was one day late. They gave the case to them. I'll tell you another time when uh, when uh, my wife was trying to get unemployment, we went in and li- and and made our statement. Uh, to the people at the unemployment office, and they recorded it and everything, and we were the only ones that showed up, and 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 so the uh, the company who was um, uh, opposing her unemployment, they didn't show up, and they gave the case to them anyway. Just and 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 you and I know that Wendy, that's not legal. If the other party doesn't show up or doesn't answer the suit or the accusations, then I'm sorry. According to law, you have the case. You win the case. You, right, you know that. I mean, you don't have to be a lawyer to know that. Well, you know, of course, they don't want any, any profades coming up in there, showing up you know, most of the lawyers that may not have that understanding or maybe that, you know, that education. You know, I mean, even though they're in school, though, maybe they learn, you know, look at uh, Mr. Bush, President Bush. Oh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure he went to Harvard or whatever school he done went to, but did it stop uh, happening to American people? Yeah, but you're breaking up. I, I don't know. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, all I'm saying is that in, in, in the course of what we are talking about, you know, is there, you know, um, um, any plans? For you there in 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 Hamilton County, there in uh, Cincinnati, to uh, build an organization, uh, you know, as a extended family of families and victims of fraud, we definitely need that. You know what I'm saying? And we could just come together once a month. It doesn't matter. But definitely, they need to. We you you need a collaborative going on there in Cincinnati, Ohio, as well. Do do you do you know some that will be able to help you to pull that together. Uh, Wendy, Wendy, this is Shirley McClure. Yes. And then I'll answer that part. Uh, okay. We, we are working on that. Something down. Something you have is up. There's, uh, you know, reverb coming in, and you need to, uh, uh, to cut, cut something down. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. A little bit anyway. I can hear you. Yeah. Um, we are working on that, but it's going to be time-consuming because I have to locate, like, subdivisions of, um, of places that have homeowner associations so that I can get um, addresses of people to contact. It's How about Amy Smith? Remember Amy? She's another member of the uh, uh, Families and Victims of Fraud. She's right there in um, in your, right. in your in your in your in your city, right. you know, and, and 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 call for her because she's willing to help to bring that about. That's yeah, that's true. And I don't know her situation. It's very hard for me because I work full time, 
Well, um, you know, while 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 you at work, I mean, there's plenty of time, you know, to start something up, but something needs right. to start, you know, uh, if right. you would call Amy, and Amy can, you know, head it for you, you know, where you guys can uh, uh, come together. There's people that she knows, there's people that you know, uh, and y'all can put your heads together and come up right. with a something there as a connection to the families and victims of fraud, you know, like right. families and victims of fraud, too. You know what I mean? You know, but it's definitely need something need to go go on down there because I'm doing all that I can here in Columbus, Ohio, to get Columbus, Ohio on the map to be uh, recognized and exposed for the issues that's going on. What we need to do now is to collaborate and and make something happen in Cincinnati. And Amy would be the best person that would be able to help you with that. And there's a question that needs to be asked, too, by Brother Blondie. Just one second. Miss um, uh, McClure, you uh, just mentioned that, you know, uh, a lot of times you don't have the uh, time to, uh, you, you know, do certain things because you you have a busy schedule and, and, and you're working and all that. And, and, and you know, we, we here at the Lardy Miss Cardi Show and Families and Victims of Fraud, we, we do understand that. However, unfortunately, the fraudulent judicial system that you and your husband are attacking, they're benefiting from every time you cancel something or uh, put something aside or uh, lay, lay something off, trust me, they win. They, 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 they hoping and praying that you don't stand up, that you don't speak up. And, and that you don't uh, uh, speak out, whether whether it's your job, whether it's your uh, kids and stuff, always always try to find time, take the time up, take the time out to uh, uh, fight for, for your cause and and fight for your uh, uh, justice, uh, uh, ma'am. That, that's all I'm saying. Right. The thing is, like just for example, right now yeah. recently uh, they have. Um, kind of a long story, but they have filed to try to get an additional uh, 200 or 300 taken from our um, uh, from my paycheck. It'd be, it'd be now be a total if they win. It'd be a total of 700 a month, an entire another house payment. So like this month, we have been fighting that, and I actually we had to fire our attorney because he's actually working for them. Um, he all along he has worked for them. Everything he does is to benefit them. He tried to get this additional money added just through an, a, an agreement with him and the opposing clients not even going through court. And we adamantly said two or three times, we're not going to do it without going through court. I mean, we don't want to do it at all, but we're certainly not going to do it without going to court. So, like, this whole month we've been involved in that. It seems like there's always something coming up. But So, you know, I certainly have, like, I spent a day a few months ago, getting this information about how to get a hold of these subdivisions. And I have placed ads in the newspaper, the Internet um, version of the newspaper, because it, it costs a ridiculous amount to place an ad. And I've also put things on Craigslist. If anyone has any other ideas of places to place ads that are that, you know reasonable cost if, or if no cost, that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you. You do. Uh, I mean, uh, Kroger's, uh, Walmart, uh, 
all, uh, the uh, billboards uh, uh, places. I mean, you know, there 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 are a lot of ways. Uh, uh, you can you, you you can even start your own uh, web, website. Right, well, yeah. you, you, you know, one, one of my that'd be one of my personal uh, su- suggestions, uh, Mr. and Ms. McCord, is to uh, ha- uh, build uh, build a website, and and uh, uh, you 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 know, and that, that that will solve all your problems in terms of you 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 know, if you don't have the time, time and all all that stuff, because you know, believe me, Miss. McClure, we we all understand your uh, uh, hectic schedule, but but, uh, but but believe me, any any type of advertisement of of these uh, judges of of these people who who had uh, fraudulently did you and your husband uh, uh, both both wrong, uh, you, you you know setting up a a website and it, and exposing them for who who they are. I, I I guarantee you, more more people from your uh, Cincinnati Hamilton area, they 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 will they will come to you to uh, uh, stand up, uh, speak up and speak out because we we have lives, uh, and, and, and 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 you know, but we still have to make time to uh, fight back, and and what and what better way to uh, uh, do that? Then, then ask, ask for then for then for you and your husband to uh, 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 set up a, a a website with name name all the name all, all the judges all uh, all the people that you have uh, uh, mentioned uh, to uh, meet me me and Wendy uh, uh, set up that uh, uh, website the, the the information and uh, you know keep keep in mind the the fact that you and your husband said that that you got. Uh, uh, you, you know, tons and tons and tons of evidence, all the proof and proof. And, and, and you know, I always say the proof, the facts, and the evidence to to, to back it all up. I guarantee you, you you you, you set up a website and you and you put that on uh, on there. I guarantee you, you you'll get uh, quicker and swifter uh, uh, justice. And, and in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if, if someone. Will uh, come to you and your husband's uh, door and uh, ask ask for some type of settlement. Right. Yeah. Okay. We 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 realize too that some people don't have a computer, but I know you mentioned uh, you said places like um, Walmart and Kroger's have bulletin boards. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, that's a good idea. I know personally. I've just I work. I work for actually for Kroger in the downtown office building, and just you know I talk to people and. and it's amazing how many people who maybe they're not as serious as we are, our situation, but they have had a touch of dealings with HOAs. They don't even, some of them don't even realize how close they've come to really getting in trouble with the, with the homeowner association. So just kind of even word of mouth, I'm finding that there are a lot of people here in town that are having problems. It's getting more and more prevalent. And uh, being and being that the fact, Miss McClure, that a uh, company like Kroger's that's now in its 126th year, it would it, it would help big time. I'm sorry, I missed that. You said that I'm saying a, a a company like Kroger's. You say that that will help you 
I'm 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 sure they will uh, continue to uh, help you uh, with your fight, and I'm sure they'll they'll be a, a lot more understanding uh, with uh, you, you and your husband's uh, situation as y'all continue to fight. Actually, I have been in contact several times with the uh, manager of our human resource department, and uh, she has tried to get me in contact with someone in the legal department, but it doesn't sound like it's um, worked out. She, she's been very helpful, but she hasn't gotten back to me. She's told me she's tried, so you know I may have to go and try to find somebody myself. Um, but as usual, it seems like lawyers don't want to touch it. You know, They don't want to get involved. And, of course, they she, don't uh, want to touch it. Of course, actually, they don't want to touch it. They're, uh, you know, what, first of all, um, it's a good buddy system. If they do try to touch it, you know, and it's a good lawyer, they're going to lose, you know, their bread, their bread, you know, what they're what they working for. Um, right. and, and no one wants to uh, lose what they got, you know. Even, that's why I say that America is under bondage. Because, you know, they're more interested in their material gains than, you know, the right to the freedom that we have worked so hard for according to that Constitution, you know, which is our civil right to have to be treated fairly, to have that due process, and to have that access into justice and anything else that has to do with that uh, Constitution. But if the leaders of the judicial system is not going to abide by it, then by golly, we got to come together, do a civil rights movement, something, to get the ears of the government where now Barack Obama is now in office, and he said that he would help us, but we, he cannot help us unless our voices rise up as one and cause the movement. It means that we have to speak up, speak out, and stand up against all oppositions that is causing us victimization and fraud. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. That's true. So. so what I would like to do at this time is I would like to go to a break, but I don't want you to go anywhere, Ms. McClure. we still got an hour to go. So we're going to go on a break for now. And I'm going to ask for you to stay online. And everyone else that is listening, you know, stay tuned. We will be right back. Uh, that's true. And I'd, we'd like to put Charles back on when that happens to discuss Judge McBride's conflict of interest in, in buying and selling property while at the same time foreclosing uh, without cause on us. So we would like to talk again. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, okay? Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Stay online. Okay. I don't know how long this is going to
all right, now we're back on the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. And would you mind, you know, that was coming from old school. That was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Now, I hope that there's love in your heart today, you know, because we got love in the air because now we have a new president on the rise. And we need to give a clap to that. Yeah. 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 That's why we call it love holiday, baby. Oh, most definitely. And so with that, you know, we we definitely have to keep in mind, you know, that um you know, we we have to come together and we have to do something to help that president help us because he can't do it alone. That government can't do it alone. It is we the people that have the power for anything to take place. So with that, I just want to say to you that now we are in the second hour, and we in part two about this judicial system and any other injustices that may take place, you know. And I want to um, just say that I was, you know, as being the, the president and founder of Families and Victims of Fraud and the CEO, um, I have done much research right here in Columbus, Ohio, with documentation because you have to have data to prove the things that you speak about. And, you know, and in my first hour that I spoke with you, I was talking about how office clerks in court, in courts, uh, in the court record departments, hiding other case documents and other people's cases. That is very true because I did the research in each case that come to me that's wanting to meet and wanting me to find and investigate what fraud is going on in their cases. Uh, definitely while looking for this information in their records, I have found other cases with other foreclosure uh, uh, documents involved in that person's case that wasn't supposed to be there. And that gave me a, it gave me a, uh, make you want to say, hmm, on now, you know, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Now they hiding documents of other cases and other people's case documents, and, they re- and, and, and it's in the files of other people's files. And so I went to go do research on those particular cases. And, you know, I would be, uh, you know, I am very, very, you know, grieved. I am very, uh, you could say I'm even pissed off a little bit here because there are so many people that's getting jacked behind you know uh not 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 having the right due process or the access to justice and they are not getting the fair hearings that they deserve because there's other people's cases case files in other people's case files and i have found nine cases different case numbers in one person's case file and with that you know, I, I, I have to say that this is obstruction of evidence, obstruction to justice, you know, obstruction to your due processes, and the denial to the access of justice. And this is, and it also deals with your fair hearing, you know, and if this is not happening to you, it's going to happen because we got a lot of stuff going on concerning this issue, and that right there should cause the civil rights movement, if nothing else, because it is infringing on your civil rights. And so um, I, on the other hand, 
you know, am not telling the story because it's not my time yet, but you're going to hear from me because I have a story to tell. You know, I am right now writing a book on, um, oh, boy, am I going to sit and forget about my own book, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am so excited about everything, you know. It's just, you know, I, I, I got so many things on my mind. But, you know, I, you know, the book is called A Recovering Victim of Circumstances, The Journey. And it is my memoir about my life and what I have sustained as a victim and, and how what I did to overcome that victimization, because truly you have to have a change of mind. Your perspective of thinking has to change in order to overcome being a victim. I didn't say that you weren't going to stop being a victim. Everybody's going to be a victim, whether they a baby, all the way up to old age, and sometimes it even has to do with your own burial. You might not get buried right, you know, people taking your dad on finances and carrying on, you know. So it's victimization at every level, but it is how you deal with it and what can you do to deal with it. And I'll speak on that another time. However, you know, I want to get back to the McClure's and you know, and talking more about uh, their 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 tragedy, and also on some simple solutions of what we can do to uh, to stop you know the, the the victimization and the fraud and the lies, whatever you want to call it, uh, because definitely it has affected not just only here in Columbus, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, and Cincinnati, but it has affected everyone around in America, and. We have a duty to do is to help inform Barack Obama, our new president, about these things that's going on. And it ain't going to get done unless you take and speak up, stand up, and speak out about your issues. And let's put a stammer on victimization and fraud whether it's in our judicial systems, whether it is termination of employment, whether it is SSI, whether it is children's services, and whether it is, uh, you know, deadbeat moms and dads because we've got good people that's being caught up paying child support that are not supposed to be paying child support, and the child support agencies are not giving that money to the parents that are deserving it. And we will have subjects going on about this, too. There will be topics on this, so stay tuned for that. So back to the McClure. Mr. McClure, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Please stay further after I get finished letting Brother Blondie, our co-host, give a statement. Um, you, 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 you. Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. McClure, uh, one of, uh, you, you, you know, Lordy Miss Clardy, uh, uh, just talk, spoke about that we, we need to find, uh, solutions, uh, to the, uh, problems that we face, uh, uh, with the fraudulent uh, judicial system, one of the one of the perfect uh, solutions I feel everybody's following is is to do the exact same thing, Mr. McClure, that you and your wife been doing, as as well as uh, uh, our our uh, host, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, been doing. I, I feel it is very important to uh, not only do do your homework and uh, co- uh, collect data. But also let the judges and them uh, know 
that 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 you do know uh, what uh, what what you're doing. And then when when somebody else comes comes forward and say, well, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Charles McClure, I'm I'm having the exact same problem and going through the exact same thing that uh, you 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 are, then then you can provide them, you you know, with the knowledge and help uh, that that you have to uh, uh, collect data, you to 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 show proof, to uh uh. Uh, show the uh, you, you you know to show the uh, fraudulent uh, uh, ju- uh, ju- judicial system is and and one of the things uh, and and one of the uh, key, key examples on how to uh, beat the uh, fraudulent uh, ju- judicial system is not too many people uh, know this about uh, Barack Obama but he stood up he he stand up he speak up and he spoke out against our fraudulent Supreme Court judge, Clarence Thomas, who, who, who called him out on providing a, a proof of birth certificate to, to, to prove that, that he was born here in, in the United States. Not only was he, was he able not, uh, hey, not only, <laughs> Shantae, like, but, uh, but, uh, uh, constantly, you you, uh, you you know he 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 was he was able to stand up to that bully and uh, uh, proved on on his website that he was born in in the U.S. Now he he's officially uh, president. There is nothing that the United States Supreme Court and that Clarence Thomas can do to get that man out of office. Two snaps. Mm, hated it. <laughs> so, are you still there, caller? Yeah. Okay, well, go on ahead uh, and speak to us, because I know uh, that there's I, more I that like, you've got to say. I liked what you say. Uh, um, and, uh, um, President Obama can help us a lot, but we are going to have to let him know what is happening. He can't help us unless he knows what happens. And, and we can do that by sending him mail. Sooner or later, some of that mail is going to get to him. Now, a lot of it is not going to, but if we send enough of it, well, then it's going to get to him. And so uh, once that happens, then we can say, well, here's the law, here's who broke it, and here's, here's the proof that they broke it. Now, what is going to happen to them? There has to be some accountability uh, 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 I wanted to tell you about Judge McBride. We caught him in a conflict of interest. He was buying and selling homes, uh, uh, um, uh, 15 transactions, 13 homes. At the same time, he was illegally seizing our home. So now we have him actually on a criminal uh, um, uh, charge against him. But now the question is, once again... Is he going to be held accountable? That's like that Bernard Madoff. Now, is Bernard Madoff that, that stole $15 billion, $50 billion, is he going to be held accountable? See, these people only do these things because they're not held accountable. That's what the whole problem is. So we have to expose them, and we have to show what law they have broken, the proof that they have broken it, and then put it up to the senators and everything. Now, what are you going to do about it? 
the, the, the ball is in your court. You know, we have done our part. We have dug up the information, what they've done to us, how they've done it, why they've done it, the evidence that they have done it, and now, here, what are you going to do to make them accountable? And another thing I was going to mention to you, too, uh, you mentioned about uh, the Supreme Court judge. There's another judge, Judge Moyer. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, here in Columbus, Ohio. That's what you're talking about? Talking about Moyer. Thomas Moyer. Oh, yeah, we got him. We got him. We, got him. we, we definitely got him on front page right here. Yeah. We, did, yeah. we still do. We got him. He, he claims that if you assert your civil rights, that you're a terrorist. I mean, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Could that explain why that after I done won my case, the reason why he wouldn't take jurisdiction because I was researching my civil rights too well? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's terrible. You know, what that, you know what that makes him, Wendy? It makes him a traitor. If he's saying you you you, you re, uh, saying you researched the uh, uh, judicial system, if he's calling you terrorists uh, just for uh, reading law books and research, then I guess every single male and female that's doing time are the, the terrorists. Then I mean, yeah. I I guess I guess uh. uh, uh a- a- anybody that's doing time is a, a terrorist. You, you, you know, that's a pretty interesting uh, point that you made, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, McClure, but, you, you, you know, this, this is why that we have a show like the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio. And show. let everybody know that is alive and well so they can get on and tell their story, too. they got to have an outlet. That's right, yeah. And this is another way to create data. But you know what There's that makes? There's an old saying, closed mouths don't get fed. That's right. That, that, you know, that, that makes him a terror. That makes him a, a traitor. Because if, if, uh, when they uh, take the oath of office for a judge, they take the oath that they will fulfill the Constitution, that they will stand up for the Constitution. And he's not standing up for the Constitution. He's actually degrading it. If, you, if you'll notice, if you listen to Obaka's, uh, uh, Obama Obama's um, uh, inauguration, you notice what they said there? That he must uphold the Constitution. So if these judges are not upholding the Constitution, well, then they're traitors to their own office. Well, and, and, and most of all, you know, it w- you think that that would make them stop just because he's in office? No, it doesn't, because if we don't stand up and tell it, or we don't come together and form the committee that we need to get, to get these issues dealt with, then uh, they're going to laugh at us like, you know, well, they'll, they'll, they'll simmer down on them and they get sick and tired, you know, of talking about it, you know, because they ain't done nothing yet. We've got to kick a hole in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, a hole in Ohio. You know, we, right. this is, we need a black hole up in here. So right. I'm doing all that I can do to help those that have that that cannot get heard get heard as so long as they have documentation to prove what they say because you know it's imperative that you cannot get up and make a statement and talk about people's names and addresses if you don't have nothing to substantiate proof that this has been done for so your documentation which is your data have to be with your T's crossed and your dots or your eyes dotted, and 
for that reason, you know, is why I, I, I went as far as to try to talk about those taboo areas that the medias won't talk about because to shine the light on the judicial system and to shine the light on the employment agency here, right here in Columbus, you know, nobody wants to pick that up because everybody's bread and butter Bread is getting buttered by everybody that is in those political special special interest seats that they're sitting in. And so, right. you know, it's important that, you know, that we have to find other avenues to tell it. And so this is one of the avenues. And if you can do this, if you can buy 5,000 people to write about, tell 5,000 people for me, for families and victims of fall who you are a member of, Mr. McClure, that the Lardy Miss Clardy Block Talk Radio Show is now in effect, and they ought to come on and tell their story and get heard and get the word out there because it's very important that, you know, Barack Obama needs to, needs to know about this. And this collection of data, whether it is on the blog talk or through the email, this right here will give me what I need, the autonomy that I need to bring to the NAACP, who is also right there at the top to give this information to Barack Obama, and they're going to be setting up where there's going to be some type of uh, funding that Barack Obama will give for these particular types of organizations that is stopping the the fraudulent stuff that's going on uh, that will give him a, give us a chance to fight. And if he knows about families and victims of fraud, the NAACP and all of us that are collaborators together here in Columbus, Ohio, here in Cleveland, here in uh, Cincinnati, and anywhere else in Ohio, you know this will this will be a loud voice that can be surely taken as 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 a, a sincerity for them to come and help us here. That's right. Get your get your documentation together. Uh, uh, how they broke the law, uh, uh, what they did to you. Get That's right. All the information together in a good presentable package. That's right. That's what everybody should do because That's he right. can't do anything unless he knows what they did, why they did it, what laws they broke, and so forth. Uh, like That's I right. told the investigators, uh, uh, the Justice Department came here. I said what. What they're doing to me is going to be done to other people because they will call this a legal precedent that they can take my house over $18.40, and, and, and that means that they're going to be able to take anybody's house in America over $18.40 because I, my house is a legal precedent. I said, today it's my house, tomorrow it's your house, your kid's house, or your wife's house, or, or your relative's house, or, or whatever. I said, they're not going to stop there. You know, okay. It, once they get what you call a legal precedent, that's what they rely on. Exactly. They call it legal, but it's not. Well, you know, I need I need to now put this down for a second and 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 try to fold up just for a minute here because we need to take another break. But I'm going to have you on another segment of a show that we're going to do, and I want you to. Um, uh, to be to be to stay tuned in on that segment when I call you to let you know what's going on with it. However, I need this time now. We need to stop, you know, at this time, take a break, and uh, and go on to the next phase of what we are to be talking about. 
But definitely what I need you to do is I need you to put the, put, put the information out there to them 5,000 people. Let them know about the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show and what they got to do to get their documentation together because it's all going to be important to this particular uh, collaboration and movement that we're trying to do to get Columbus out on the map. Okay? Okay. All right, and, and I want to thank you again for coming on to the show and, and sharing your story with me, and um, we will talk further, okay? Yeah, any, anytime you want me on the show, just let me know. I will let you know. I definitely, and let them know that they can get on the show if they want to. Right. So we'll talk about that another time, but now I need to take this break. So okay. I appreciate you being on the show, and we will talk again, and thank you very much for your story. Okay. Okay. Bye. Well, all right. Okay, now it's time for a break here, and we'll be right back. Well, 
We're back with the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show with 30 minutes remaining. And what you have heard coming from the voice himself is Kim called Heaven, the new Motown. You know, I hope that you enjoyed that because I sure did because definitely we need something to make us know that we are in heaven at some point in time instead of feeling like we're in hell half the time. But I want to also, you know, um, share with you... uh, a a a a a letter or a transcript that was given by the Martin Luther King speech. Um, I want to read that to you, but I'm not going to read that to you right now. But what I want to do is give you or let you a listen to let you listen to Mr. Todd Stapleton because he has a few words that he wants to say. Excuse me for that pause. Um, you know, just want to make sure that I got everything stated right and uh, for, for you know, you to listen. So I'm sure that uh, he will be coming online right now in a minute here. You know, um, I'm I'm, I'm going to go right back to what you said a minute ago, Ms. Wendy, about the uh, nine cases where you you found other people's um, case files within case files. You know, that that falls under the fair report privilege, which is a defense to liability for publishing defamatory matter from a report and an an official judicial proceeding when the report is full, fair, and accurate account of the proceeding. You know, and with that said, you know, I'm I'm going to relate back to the Ohio Parole Board the adult parole authority, because, 
when when an individual goes up for parole in front of the Ohio Parole Board once they're incarcerated, they don't look at the facts. They don't look at the evidence. They don't look at what the individual has done That's why they've been incarcerated. What they look at is the initial indictment, and they don't realize that the prosecution enhances that indictment time and time again so that they can get a conviction or make it look like this individual is a terrible, no-good individual. But once again, that's where the that's where the court watch program is going to come into effect, and that is where us as members of the NAACP can stand forward and say, ah, we got our eye on you. You better watch what you're doing because it's time for a change in Columbus, Ohio, as well as it's time for a change across the whole United States, period. And with Barack Obama in office, I see that something's going to happen. But once again, if we ourselves don't stand up, open our mouths, and say, wait a minute here, we have a problem, then ain't nothing going to get done. If we sit back in our lounge chairs, drinking coffee in our front rooms, smoking cigarettes and watching TV all day, keeping our mouths shut, what are you going to accomplish? Nothing. But if you come out, speak up, speak out, and show up, then something's going to get done. But if you but you bite your tongue, you better go on home somewhere. Hey. Because, because because obviously you don't care about the issues at hand if you sit back and don't open your mouth. We're sick and tired of saying people hear people say we have problem with this, we have a problem with that. But when it comes time, but when it comes time to say I need help, they're right there. But yet they don't want to do nothing to help themselves. They want else, everybody else to sit back and do the work for them. No, nice try. Wrong guy. And, and, and you know, here's here's an example example about Obama, and he's already exposed the fraudulent uh, judicial system. Let me ask y'all something. Remember the incident in uh, in Chicago uh, in in 2005 where. Uh, Fifty men were uh, freed from uh, DNA, uh, and there was un- uh, the award was under in- investigation, and uh, uh, th- there was requests for DNA uh, uh, testing, and fifty men were freed from uh, a Cook County Jail. Uh, some on death row, some was doing life with no uh, possibility for a p- parole. Well, way before he was president, way before he was senator. But Barack Obama called for for DNA testing. He 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 he, he fought. Yeah, he he fought for uh, uh, people's uh, uh, innocence. And, and and to the and you want to talk about grassroots, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, way way before he even was in politics when he was a community uh, organizer, he he fought for uh, better public housing because you know a. Uh, uh, a lot of the, you know, holes in the walls and all that uh, type of stuff, uh, and, and and a lot of people uh, stood up, uh, speak up, and uh, speak out on the uh, uh, fraudulent uh, c- conditions within public housing because of people like uh, B- Barack Obama, who who was who was never afraid to uh, stand up, speak up, and uh, uh, speak out, and that that's why I do believe. Lordy, Miss uh, Claudie, that not only will we uh, stand up, speak up, and speak out and, and fight this thing, but I guarantee you we'll win this too. And with that, I do believe it because, as I said before, that I had—I mean, after seeing the inauguration of uh, Barack Obama as president, 
and seeing all those people that was out there uh, down down there in that in that same place where uh, Dr. Martin Luther King had gave his famous speech, "I Have a Dream," and and you know, and I want to I want to I want to I want to read this to you um, because this ought to give you some something to to live for and something to hope for and you know Martin Luther King he had had a dream and he died for it but immortal immortalized the uh you 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 oh goodness gracious the right of every black he gave available for every right of the blacks, every right of the Latino person, and every nationality nationality to have a chance at the dream, a chance to collect on the promise that all men, yes, all black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuits of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note. That's what we're talking about. We have signed up on this contract, and no one will bring forth the promissory note for the default that they have made on us as Americans. Yes, once again, America is writing us, the people, bad checks, and and it's time to stand up for our rights. We will not be defrauded. We are the people. We are Americans. And I want to read this authenticity uh, certified text version below transcribed directly from an audio. This is what he said. He said, I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentum decree came as a great beacon of light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who have been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lies on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of vast oceans of material prosperity. 100 years later, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check when the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. They were signing a promissory note to which every American was still was to was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuits of happiness. It is obvious today that Americans defaulted on this promissory note, insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, 
America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the Bank of Justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in that great vault of opportunity in this nation. And so we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and security of justice. We have also come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now that this is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drugs of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valleys of segregation to sunlight paths of racial injustice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time to make justice a reality for all of God's children. Man, you know, it would be a fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of, of the moment. The sweltering summer of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until there is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. And those who hope that the Negro needed to blow off steam will now be content, will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. And there will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro is granted its citizenship of rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But there is something that must Say that I must say to my people who stand on the warm thresholds which lead into the palace of justice. In the process of gaining your rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high planes of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to degenerate in physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people. For many of our white brothers, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny, and they have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. We cannot walk alone. And as we walk, we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. So these, or there are those who are asking the devotees of civil rights, when will we be satisfied? When will you be satisfied? 
We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is a victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as our bodies heavily with fatigue travel cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the city. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro-based mobility is from the smaller ghetto to the larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs of stating for whites only. We cannot be satisfied as long as a Negro in Mississippi, that means anywhere, y'all, cannot vote. And a Negro in New York and anywhere, I say, I'm talking from my own voice as I'm speaking this transcript, believes that he has nothing for which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied. And we will not be satisfied until justice rolled down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. I am not unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. And some of you have come from areas where your quest Quest for freedom left you battered from by the storm of prosecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been veterans of creative suffering. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums of the ghetto and of our northern cities, knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friends, and so even though we face the difficulties of the day and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious races, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification one day, right there in Alabama, little black boys and little black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and little white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall exalt it, shall be exalted and every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places made plain and the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope and this is our faith and this is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith we will be able to hew out 
the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discord of our nation and into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. And this will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to think with new meaning. My country tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring from the prodigal's hilltops of the New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let the freedom ring from the heightening of, Alle- of Alleghenies of the Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaces of slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring. And when this happens, we will allow freedom ring. When we, will, and when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when uh, all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants, Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Amen to that. And with that, I want to say, you know, I am thankful to see this day. I was born in 1964 at the time of when that civil rights movement was on its way to stop. And I'm saying, and that was the year that Martin Luther King died. And I am saying that I am glad to see this day where we have now a, a African-American in the office as president. And I'm hoping that there will be more, more minorities that will be able to sit in that seat. We want to be able to see and, and feel all sides of the rainbow here. And I'm so proud to see a day like this come. And so, therefore, this I Have a Dream that Martin Luther King has spoken on is now a reality. And it takes we, the people, to keep it a reality because they in government cannot do anything without us. We have to do exactly what Martin Luther King said, stand up, speak up. And this is my slogan for families and victims of fraud. Stand up, speak up, and speak out. Thank you for your time. I'm so happy that I have had a chance to, to, to have um, this, this blog talk show. And um, we will be changing our hours and our date and time. Well, not the hours, but the date and time. We will now be uh, in February. The date and time will change over to uh, February on Saturday, every Saturday on Eastern Time at 
6 p.m. to 8 p.m. We will be starting our shows on that time. And now I will take and give the um, I will give the, uh, the, the this this time over to my co-host Brother Blondie again. The change of time will start on February the second on February the seventh. Excuse me, two thousand and nine. That's when the change began, and we will be coming on every Saturday at at six p.m. to eight p.m. Eastern time. Thank you, Brother Blondie. For those that are tuned in from Columbus, Ohio, if you are interested in getting educated more about law or want to know more about your rights, the People's Law School makes learning about law easy. The cost is free. The People's Law School is holding its sessions presented by Sanctuary Law Institute of Ohio every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Trinity United Church of Christ, at 1180 Shanley Drive on the corner of Shanley Drive and Mays Road in Columbus, Ohio. The sessions are free to the public. You don't need any prior knowledge or experience about law. There will be a broad range of topics discussed, such as civil lawsuits and consumer protection, bankruptcy law, etc. If you are interested in free legal education to register, Please contact Sanctuary Law Institute of Ohio at 614-224-1113 or spiritcare at yahoo.com. That's, once again, area code 614-224-1113 or spiritcare at yahoo.com. And uh, also... Please register early as space is limited. Thank you for tuning in and listening to me, Brother Blondie. I'd like to thank uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Charles uh, McClure. I'd also like to thank uh, Brother Todd Stapleton and uh, uh, Pastor Tony and uh, for appearing on the Lardy Miss uh, Quarty Show. And uh, before I say have, have a good evening to everybody, on this special inauguration day, I'd like to dedicate this 1984 cameo classic to such men like Richard Milhouse Nixon, uh, Ronald Wilson Reagan, George Herbert Walker Bush, and George Walker Bush. I'll end this uh, show tonight with the classic from Cameo entitled you're talking out the side of your neck.
Lordy, Miss Clardy. Lordy, Miss Clardy. Lordy, Miss Clardy. 